Adam was being mighty shady right before we started recording. I was just saying, let's start recording. He he needed to rub it in my face that he does a show every week with my co-host Mike Lawson, where I only get him every fortnight. Anyway, every single week, every single week. Well, it's Joe Batance. It's Adam Burns. We're about to be throwing down. Another chance for Joe Batance and Adam Burns to have our podcast romance right here on Throwing Down. We are playing with my microphone settings before the show. So if you, in case you think you're missing some really high quality content before the show started, we are messing with my uh, microphone settings. But anyway, that means nothing without my partner in crime, the one and only Mr. Adam Burns. Hello, Adam. The mouth of the hey, South. Hey, Joe. How are you? I'm good. You know, Mike and I have decided that every yeah. week we're going to call each other and we're going to catch up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now, you guys, you guys talk about this big brother, right? Yeah. Yeah, we do. And I know there's some horrible person named Memphis. Is that his name? Oh, uh, yes, there is. is. He- He's a restaurant owner and douchebag. Is he still on the show? Yeah, he is. Now, what I don't understand, and since you're an expert in Big Brother, because you host a podcast called But First, which is all about uh, Big Brother, why are the other house guests kiss, kick, kick, keeping them around? Because they do this stupid thing. Ugh, because this has been the modus operandi mm-hmm. for the past, I don't know how many years, for a long time. So basically, mm-hmm. all of the samey-sames, the popular clique, mm-hmm. you know, they get together, you know, and typically it's all the the white people who are hot, mm-hmm. you know. I mean, Memphis is not really hot, but but generally, you know, it's all the, you know, it's like when you're in high school and you have that popular clique. Oh, it drives me. Mike's probably laughing right now because it really, like, um, triggers me. I'm very Was, was this a topic on the show recently? No, I just talk about it like every week, okay. but, uh, but no, I just, I hate clicks in general, mm-hmm. but anyway, they get together, they form these big, huge alliances with like six, seven, eight people, mm-hmm. you know, half the house. Mm-hmm. And then they spend the first half of the season, if not more, mm-hmm. and you know, what's going to happen. Mm-hmm. They just pick off the one at a time. And this, this alliance, you know, picks off one after the other, after the other, after the other. And so Memphis hasn't gone yet because he's in that big alliance. That's it. Now, earlier you just said that you don't like clicks, right? I don't. But don't you think you're part of a big click there in Pride 48? Because I would say there's there are definitely factions in Pride 48. They don't necessarily hate each other, but there are definitely factions. So wouldn't you say like, you know, uh, TJ and Nicole and Christina and Chris, like the Pacific Northwest people, they're all one faction, right? Larry Queen. Yeah. You know, and then there's like the cool kids that are like, uh, you, Daniel, uh, I guess Taylor and, uh, uh Taffy and, uh, Big Fatty 
And uh, I think I was in that click for a while when I was part yeah. of 48. And then like, and then, uh, and then you have other clicks, you know, like some of them are just pod faded, you know, like there was the whole, it's all about me click. It, like, like they're gone now. But um, so don't you think you're in a click? Well, when I say click, I don't yeah. think like in high school. Sure. It's very obviously like the popular ones mm-hmm. and, you know, the, the musical artistic ones, you know, mm-hmm. and the sporty ones, you know, and whatever. And if you're not in that popular crowd, you know, mm-hmm. you sit at a different table at lunch and, you mm-hmm. know, you don't get invited to the parties and all that kind of stuff, you know? Mm-hmm. So I don't know. I don't feel like the Pride 48. I mean, maybe people who are outside my particular group of yeah. friends mm-hmm. feel like we're the popular click in Pride 48 and they mm-hmm. feel that way. So maybe. Mm-hmm. You could be right. Maybe if you're in that group, you don't think of it that way. Mm-hmm. You're just like, oh, these are just my friends, you yeah, know, and yeah. whatever. Okay. Let me ask you a question. This can be a difficult question here. Okay. It's a sensitive topic. I would be open to anyone being – w- mm-hmm. I'm an introvert, so I don't reach out and just become yeah. friends with people generally, you know? Yeah. So let me ask you this question. This is, and this is a difficult question. So okay. I want, I want you to gird your loins here. Uh, they're girded. A few years ago, there was a Vegas trip. Might have actually been the last time we were in Vegas, actually. And I was there. You uh-huh. were there. And Daniel Brewer, co-founder of Pride 48, was there. Yeah. And then also one Joseph L. Buhecker. And, and if you're not in Pride 48, you don't, may not know, Daniel Brewer and Joey L. Buhecker famously do not get along. I don't remember no. the name. I'm sure John Arts will tell me, but there are these two it's... famous Greek. There's these two Greek uh, people who are doomed to fight for eternity. And you know, I don't know what their names are, but um, that's them. Right. And at the last yeah. one, at the last Lagos event, Daniel had a party in his hotel room and everybody, yeah, was you've invited, brought this up before and everybody was invited except Joseph Lucifer Buhacker. Yeah. So I, out of solidarity did not go to the party. I made this okay. clear, Daniel. But don't you think that was kind of clicky? Yeah, well, definitely. I don't even remember. You've mentioned this several times. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to be honest. I don't remember. Was mm-hmm. I at the party? Did I go to this party? Was there a thing? Thank like, you. I don't even know. I don't remember the party. By but, the way, John Arts has chimed in. Romulus and Remus. Okay, go ahead. Okay. So uh, I don't remember it. But Daniel's a friend of mine. He probably invited me. Mm-hmm. And I'm a pussy, and so I I just want to please people, and I probably went, but I don't remember it. But yeah, I I think that's wrong to have a a thing and not. I probably told him at the time. I don't, mm-hmm. but I don't remember it. So yeah, but yeah, that's that's definitely clicky, and it's not even clicky because I would say that for the most part, Joey is part of the click, or you know, was part of the click, but. Daniel, because Daniel's the only one that has a problem with Joe. I mean, Joey and Daniel are the two that don't get along. Like everybody yeah. else gets along. Mm-hmm. So uh, it's really just him. Mm-hmm. But I don't remember that party, but you've mentioned it several times. Oh, yeah. That really hurt you. A lot of times at Pride 48, I go back to my room and don't talk to anyone. So, yeah. I, you know, so that same year, we did the roast of Joey Buhecker. And lest anyone think that Joey Buhecker is coming off scot free here. We did the roast of Joey Buhecker, and I was in charge of writing jokes for people who weren't joke writers and helping people who thought they were in punching up their jokes. 
And the night before the event, uh, I was working on the event and Joey Boohacker uh, was working on it with me. And because I didn't laugh enough at his jokes, called me all sorts of <laughs> names and stormed out of the hotel room. I remember that. Yeah. I remember that. But anyway, I also went with Adam to go over his jokes and he already had tricked out his hotel room with like special lighting and it was like super dark. It was like a whole day. Like what hotel what? is this? Yeah. No. I don't have any special lighting. Special lighting? Yeah, special I don't lighting. Know what you're talking about. No. Anyway. So what's what? been going on with you, Adam Birds? We've been, you know, we've been uh we've been uh, away. We haven't talked in a couple of weeks, but what's been going on with you? What's going on in, in your neck of the woods in Arkansas? So Mark and I Yes, your boyfriend Mark. My my boyfriend Mark, we this was my first weekend with no podcast. So first of all, I will say it felt oddly like nothing going on. I can't think of the word, but like mm-hmm. oddly <laughs> nothing happening. I can't think of a word for it. So it was very relaxing, but there there was like nothing, nothing going on. Mm-hmm. And uh, but there was some Pokemon stuff that we were doing. So we went on Sunday and he was like, hey, do you want to go to the park? There's a a thing, an event, and we need to do some walking for it or something like yeah. that. And I'm like, sure, yeah, let's go, let's go to the park. So I have this, I have this thing, that, and I don't know if it's just me mm-hmm. or if it's a thing in the South or mm-hmm. if it's a thing in America. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm not really sure. Sure. But when I have any food, that yeah. is sandwich adjacent. Okay. Is like a sandwich. I'm okay. I'm excited where this is going. I cannot do that alone. I need to have french fries Wait, or what? chips okay. or something, some side item to go mm-hmm. with that sandwich. Like I can't, I, and it needs to be like a crispy thing, starchy, prob- pretty much a potato, honestly. Mm-hmm. Sure. If I, I'm going to be honest. So we go, so we go to, um, we're going to stop by and get a kolache. I, I was getting a biscuit mm-hmm. sandwich. So mm-hmm. a, like a bacon, egg and cheese biscuit mm-hmm. at this local donut place. Mm-hmm. And then we were going to go to the park and, uh, do whatever we were doing. We we're going to eat in the car and then do whatever we what were doing. What did Mark get? He got kolaches. He really likes the kolaches. Okay. I, now, kolaches are a regional food. I know what they are, but you, could you explain to everybody else well, what kolaches are? You know, it's interesting because um, – and this has come up a couple of times recently. Um, when, I didn't know what a kolache was until I lived in Texas, so I think it may be more of a Texas thing. Mm-hmm. But actually, kolaches, I think the original kolache was like a, a, a donut-type thing with a fruit filling mm-hmm. or with some sort of fruit in it. Mm-hmm. But they have – but when I was in Texas – you could get what's called a kolache, and it's like the dough is kind of like a donut. Mm-hmm. I mean, the consistency of the dough is kind of like a donut, mm-hmm. and they wrap it around a hot dog, basically, or a mm-hmm. sausage or something like that, and they put cheese. It's like a pig in a blanket, basically. All these Except- words you're saying remind me of Taylor and Babalu having sex. <laughs> donut filled with fruit, wrapped around a hot dog, uh, pig in a blanket. Yeah, yeah these are all uh, yeah. trigger words for Taylor and Babalu so having sex. A- it's a weenie with some dough wrapped around it yeah. with some uh-huh. cheese. Yeah. You know, still Baba Lou and Taylor. And, uh, and it's really, they're really good. I mean, they're really tasty. And, but I had discovered recently yeah. that this place 
also sells biscuit sandwiches. So like sure. bacon, egg and cheese, bacon, cheese, whatever. I love a biscuit sandwich. Sure. I'm, I'm a fan and I, I tried their biscuit. It was really good. So anyway, we got, he got his thing. I got my thing. And, um, and I was thinking, Oh, we're just having a relaxing day. No big deal. Mm-hmm. I think I want a hash brown to go with this, mm-hmm. you know, because that's why me. not I, you know, more carbs. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, why not? I just, I'm, I'm going to go on Weight Watchers next week and mm-hmm. I, you know, I want to do, I want to live it up. Sure. And so I'm like, uh, Hey, mm-hmm. you mind if we uh, stop by McDonald's? Ugh. Well, sorry, I know this is not a video podcast, but he's like so annoyed that I wanted that? to stop by McDonald's. It's like literally right across the street. Why do you think he was annoyed? Well, he wanted to get to the park. He didn't want to go to two different places. He thought, you know, he thought it was too much to go to two different places to get my food. Yeah. You know, all that mm-hmm. kind of stuff. More traffic. It was in the opposite direction, although it was really close. Mm-hmm. And uh, I don't know. I mean, he just got annoyed by it. And he just and I he said several times, not when we've had discussions, Mm -hmm. he's brought it up that it's weird that I need to have like I have a certain set. Like if I have a sandwich, I need like chips Mm -hmm. or I need something, you know, to go along. I can't just eat a sandwich and I can't. I mean, I could, Mm -hmm. but it would feel like um, not a full experience. Could you have it with like a stick of celery, a celery stock? No, 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 no. It it really needs to be like a, do you know, to be honest, it's probably because growing up in the South, we're very meat and potatoes oriented. Mm -hmm. Well, it seems to be a pervasive thing around the country, but okay. I think it's more of a meat and potatoes thing. It's like, Mm -hmm. I need a starch. Well, I mean, he needs to have rice with, with, with most things. Why didn't you tell him that? Well, we didn't have a huge discussion. He was just annoyed and. You know, he just stayed annoyed for a few minutes and then we went on about our day. But I got, and then we got to McDonald's. uh And apparently, because of COVID, they've now stopped doing the all day breakfast. Yeah, I knew that. Uh So they didn't even have any hash bread. They're like, I'm sorry, we can't do that anymore. Uh So I got fries. It was fine. I I just got a medium fry and Uh it was, it was fine. A hash brown would have been better in that situation because I, a hash brown goes better with a biscuit. Sure. But uh, I got fries because I didn't want to be like, oh, never mind. Let's mm-hmm. go get a bag of chips at the gas station because then yeah. he would have been like, ah, a yeah. third place. Yeah. Does he does he uh, recognize that you're spending your Saturday going to go chase down mythical, uh, not real things in a park? He does. It was he does. Yes, he does. But we both enjoy that. I mean, who got I've more Pokemon? To the point, huh? Who got more Pokemon? Well, it was, it was just a, it's hard to describe if you don't play the game, but they, they have events where you have different tasks that you have to do. Mm-hmm. This particular task wasn't necessarily about catching a bunch of Pokemon. There were mm-hmm. several things that you had to do, like hatching an egg and spinning a stop and defeating a gym and like doing all this stuff. And so that's what we were doing. And we couldn't do all that from home. So I have we some questions. And, How many people were there? I don't know, but we, we were able to socially distance. Nobody was playing Pokemon. I mean, nobody oh. was, there were just, there were a few people there like taking their children to the park. Oh, were or, you guys the you only know. one playing Pokemon? Yeah, I think so. I mean, we didn't go up to people and ask them, 
Mm-hmm. But I didn't see anyone playing Pokemon. There was a family there having a birthday party. Mm-hmm. So they were sitting at a picnic table. Mm-hmm. Uh, this was on Sunday. So I think there, it looked like a, a group of friends from church who had decided mm-hmm. to have their lunch in the park after church mm-hmm. or something. Yeah. But they were all six feet apart and wearing masks, except okay. when they were eating. I was very proud of them. Yeah. Um, and then there was a couple other people. Let me people, ask you a different no. question. Do you think it's because Trump got the COVID? I don't know. I don't okay, know. Could you live in Trump country? You have to understand something. Where I live and everywhere I am, there were bells ringing and children singing and running <laughs> through the street. Everyone was so happy that this horrible human being got COVID. Okay. But what was it like in Arkansas? Were people crying or what were they doing? Well, we, I don't talk to people. I mean, we stay at home. So, mm-hmm. and we don't like, uh, all of my friends are internet friends. Like I really don't have any friends here um, locally mm-hmm. that I that I talk to on a regular basis. Sure. The only people that I would talk to on a semi regular basis is my parents, mm-hmm. and I don't. I avoid talking to them about politics mm-hmm. at all cost. I mean, I don't know if I said it on this show, but I even told my mom the other day. I'm like, I do not want to talk about politics or any of this stuff that we disagree on yeah. i just want to have a good time and enjoy each other's company mm-hmm. when we're together yeah so i so i don't really know i don't like i didn't get a i didn't take a temperature mm-hmm. of what everyone in arkansas felt about the the trump what thing. about your naked neighbor have you first of all have you seen him naked since b no you know what they closed their blinds oh they did they did I don't know if it was related because it was it was a week or two later mm-hmm. that I noticed they were closed, mm-hmm. but I can't say for sure it wasn't related. Mm-hmm. My other question to you: I have so many questions. When you were in, in the park, was Mark the only person of color in the park? He might have been. I don't remember for sure. I mean, the people were coming and going, but it, it's possible. It's entirely possible. And when you, Although we yeah. do, we do have a very large Hispanic community uh-huh. in this area, and uh-huh. we also have a lot of um, Indians. Okay, and we have Indian like from India. I mean, uh, well, I and we also have Native Americans, and we also have Marshallese. Marshall, so we have. Wait, wait, wait. Who's Marsha Lee? Marshallese. What's that? I don't ever heard that before. Um, there's a group of islands called the Marshall Islands. I don't mm-hmm. know exactly where it was, but mm-hmm. uh, America was testing the uh, atomic bomb at some mm-hmm. point, and mm-hmm. they had to. It was too close to the Marshall Islands, so mm-hmm. they had to. Uh, the U.S. had to relocate a bunch of people from that island, and one of the places they relocated them to was North Arkansas. Can you imagine you're living your best life on this tropical island and they're like, oh, listen, uh, we need to relocate you. <laughs> Arkansas. <laughs> and they're like, oh, are we going to Hawaii? Because that's similar to what? Nope. Not, oh, are we going to Florida? Nope. California? Nope. We're sending you to North Arkansas. Yeah. Do you, do you, I don't know. I don't know why they made that choice. I'm not really sure. Have but, you ever uh, met any Marshallese people? I mean, I haven't had a conversation with any, but they're around, so I've seen them. Would Would you sleep with any of them? Are they hot? You know, it's interesting. I've the times that I've seen Marshallese people, it's always been females. I I don't really know what the men look like. Mm-hmm. 
So, what? or at least I, I may have seen them and not mm-hmm. known they were Marshallese. And what, what, and what, what, are there any Marshall? I've never heard of this group of people. Are there any Marshallese stereotypes? Like they're cheap or they're good at math or anything like that? I, I don't know any. I mean, I, I, I don't know any. We just have, we had a, we have a church near where we used to live that's mm-hmm. a Marshallese church. Yeah. And so occasionally when we were driving around playing Pokemon, we would see some of them like outside or whatever, but, mm-hmm. but they're all over the place. And I just, I couldn't, it's hard to distinguish them from say a Hispanic person or, yeah. you know, it, I haven't really gotten the features down to know exactly. Yeah. It's kind of like Mark gets, people think that he's Hispanic all the time because they're not used to seeing Filipinos mm-hmm. and because he's Brown and has similar features because mm-hmm. um, the Philippines was occupied by Spain, yeah. which also occupied some of South America and et cetera, et cetera. So sure. they share Mm-hmm. names mm-hmm. features stuff like yeah. that between the two and anyway i don't know much about marshallese i just know that they were relocated here a long time ago like in the whenever that was that we sure. were testing an atomic bomb sure and uh that they're around and, so, and, and one more update i need is on the last episode you were fit to be tied uh about daniel um criticizing you uh did that ever get sorted out well, he asked me. He said he <gasps> thought I was going to be mad at him, and I said, "Uh, yeah, what did you, you say? You mean about you, you were mad? So go ahead." I I told him that you know I had thought that they had focused on it too long, but that I had gotten over it. <laughs> what did he? Say? We didn't have a long conversation. You didn't have a long conversation. We didn't have a long conversation. You guys talk so. for four hours every week. No, I mean about that specifically. Well, it came up in passing. In passing, you spent a whole. You spent 20 minutes on this show talking about it. I don't even remember. We're good. All right. That's good. That's good. How about you, Joe? What's going on in your neck of the woods? I'll tell you, Adam. So, no, no, no. I want an answer first. Yeah. Do you think it's weird that I need to have something with my sandwich? Oh, that's right. And would that be something that you would want to do or is that am i like weird do you do you think that i'm weird it's it's i'm gonna be honest with you it's not gonna be the answer you want to hear because it's a, it's a That's split fine. answer uh like you i do need to have some sort of textural difference so something especially if it's a soft sandwich uh i do need uh, some sort of textural difference it's just not mush uh-huh. however i am completely satisfied it could be a potato chip it could be a yeah. Dorito, yeah. but it could also be uh, a pickle. I'm very happy with a pickle, but like I was, that's why I was asking you, I would be fine too with a carrot or a celery stick. It doesn't have to be starchy as long as the, that's crunchy. Yeah. I And I get that. I mean, I just need like, for some reason it's the whole starchy thing. It can mm-hmm. be, it can be a Dorito. I mean, it doesn't have to be potato, mm-hmm. but I feel like it probably does need to be some crispy, starchy thing. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I could do a pretzel. Sure. I could do know. a pretzel. Uh, but it needs to be something like that. And something salad, salty. Something salty. Yeah. I yeah. salad. I, I like salad, sure. but I, it needs to be an addition to yeah. like, like I need a side item and then mm-hmm. a salad as well. Like yeah. I, I don't like to have the salad as my mm-hmm. side, mm-hmm. like soup. I don't like to have soup as a side. I need yeah. a side and then maybe a cup of soup, you know, to go with it. What kind of dressings do you like on your salad? 
Well, my favorite is my favorite mm-hmm. <laughs> is ranch. No, but but mm-hmm. um, I like poppy seed dressing. Sure. Um, I like Green Goddess. Mm-hmm. That's an old one. Mm-hmm. Um, I like. Sometimes I'll like a balsamic vinaigrette if it's on the sweeter side. Okay. Um, some of the mustard vinaigrettes are okay. The the mm-hmm. one that we had in our uh, that we're going to talk about today mm-hmm. uh, was good. Mm-hmm. It had balsamic vinegar in it, and it yeah. was good. Pretty simple. I remember the like, it's just a balsamic vinegar and a mustard, right? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm okay with anything, but I probably default to mm-hmm. a creamier dressing like a ranch or even the poppy seed is, is kind of creamy. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, you know, Adam, I don't know if you know this, but I'm crazy. Okay. Well, we're all a little crazy. We're Joe. all a little crazy. But, you know, a couple of years ago, I was at a deep depression and I was prescribed uh, medication. I believe they're called SSRIs. I used to take Zoloft. I'm on Zoloft. That's the exact medication I'm on. But I stopped because I didn't care about anything. Oh, I I don't have that experience. I didn't care about anything at all. I don't have that experience, no. And in fact, my my experience has been very positive, actually. Uh, One, it pulled me out of depression, but also, uh, and they were talking about this in Discord, because I talked about this on This Job of Tants, is... I have, I'm able to feel emotions. I'm able to be uh, happy, sad, scared, but nothing sticks. So in the old days, I would obsess on something. Like, let's say if Daniel talked about Pride 48 on a podcast, I would obsess on that for days, you know? Um, Now with Zoloft, I'll obviously be upset, but then it slides right off. Okay? The, The obsession dissipates, and that's why I like it. And I was running low on my medication, so I, uh, on, on my, on my, through my medical insurance, I can just go on the app. It's actually very easy. I go on the app. I go to the pharmacy section of my medical insurance and I, yeah. uh, click the medication I need to refill. They do all, if my doctor needs to approve it, they do that. They do everything and then they mail it to me and it's pretty fast. I get it within a couple of days. They charge me right there in the app. It's a whole thing. I love it. And I did that because I was running like a week left. Uh, I also, for my sciatica, because I'm an old man. What is sciatica? I've always heard that, and I don't know what it is. So the sciatic nerve, Adam, I'm going to show you right now, is the longest nerve actually in the body. It is the longest nerve in the body. It runs from about the bottom and middle, the middle bottom of your back. Okay. Let me actually stand up. I'm going to sound far away for you guys, but I'm going to show Adam. So it runs from about here. All right. Middle of my back. It goes around your ass cheek, comes through the back of your thigh. Okay. Down here, then goes all the way down the back of your calf, all the way to your foot. Okay. Okay. The longest nerve in the body. And what can happen is if through too much sitting or being fat or a number of the combination of, or a lot of things can happen. The nerve can get compressed and like a, it can get pinched. Okay. But it'll All cause right. pain and numbness. This is the longest nerve along that whole thing. Okay. In fact, I have a little bit of it right now, but now I got an exercise ball for a chair. Okay. 
I noticed you were a lot bouncier than normal when you joined the call Mm -hmm. earlier. I'm Tigger. So what'd you call me? So anyway, uh, so so she was going to see me in the office for that. So I had to go in the office anyway. I hadn't gotten my medication. I go, I'll just bring it up with her there. She can just write me an order. The pharmacy right there. Let's get it. But on the way, I go, I should check before I ask her for it because maybe she didn't approve it or who knows what. And I go in and they have the most amazing feature of this app. When they mail it, they tell you the day they mail it and also they give you a tracking number. Tracking number. Okay. I look at the tracking number. They say it had been delivered like the week before in our mailbox. It's left in mailbox September 23rd. I think that's not true, right? Nothing left in our mailbox. So I go to the doctor. I tell her this. She goes, I'll just put a new order in. Don't sweat it. I yeah, go, I mean, it's not like you're going to be pushing Zoloft. Yeah, well, I, you I, know, told, I told like, the doctor that. I go, I go, whoever stole that medicine is so bummed <laughs> when they got home. And they're like, ugh, Zoloft. So I go to the pharmacy afterwards. I'm like, we can't do this. No, this doesn't work. You have to actually call this number and the people who mailed it and tell them that it was missing, right? But it's very close to after business hours. So I get the number. The next day, Adam, I call this number. I'm on hold for 45 minutes. 45 minutes, Adam. I'm on hold. Finally, a guy answers. And I tell him what happened. And he goes, well, for me to do anything, by the way, I'm, I'm out of Zoloft by this point. He goes from, I, he goes for me to do anything. You need to call the U S postal service. Open up a case. Okay. Open up a case and then get me the case number. So now I have to call the postal service. <laughs> oh, by the way, he says, call us back with the number. And I go, listen, bub, I was just on a hole for 45 minutes. I'm not calling anybody back. You call me. And he goes, okay, I'll call you in two hours. I call the post office, right? Yeah. I set up a whole case. That's the whole thing. They give me the case number. The guy calls me. Anyway, when he calls me, you know what he tells me, actually? Very interesting. He goes, I don't know where you stand politically. This is the guy from my medical insurance, not the post office. He goes, I don't know where you stand politically, but I'm going to tell you something. Ever since Trump messed with the post office, all of my calls now, and we're just flooded with calls from people who aren't getting their medicine. Oh, because didn't they remove machine sorting machines yeah. and like all kinds of stuff? Yeah. So how do you hear about, what do you think about that, John Arts? How do you like them apples? I'm not getting my crazy pills, John Arts. Anyway. You should be like, I could kill someone mm-hmm. because I don't have my Zoloft. I could yeah. go out and murder my mother right now. Well, once and I it would the, be your fault. Once I gave him the case number, then they were able to um, send me a new medication. Because I guess they checked with uh, the post office. Because the post office goes, oh, you're with Kaiser? I never said that. So he knew already. So they obviously checked with him. Oh, that's right. I'm sorry. Because I'm getting daily calls now. From a postal inspector and says they have a, an inspector on the case, an agent on the case. Oh. And I told him, I said, listen, they're already sending me new Zoloft. And they gave me like a, a 30 day supply. 
I'm good with Zoloft. And he's like, oh, no, this is the U.S. Postal Service. We have to take care. We have to make sure we find out what happened to this package, which I appreciate. Here's the other thing, though. I think what I think happened is our postman pulled a Newman. Remember on Seinfeld with Newman, he worked for the post office, and they saw him like dumping all the mail into the river because there was too much mail. Oh yeah, uh-huh. that's what I think happened. I think that there was too much mail because our mail usually comes at like three o'clock, around there, two or three o'clock. On the tracking, it said it was dropped off at five thirty, which is around the time the person would be going home from work. Anyway, that's how boring my life is. By the well, way, well, I'm glad you got it. I, I'm I'm glad you got it. Yeah, so. I'd be screaming at you right now. Uh, those are that Adam. I have to apologize. Those are the kinds of my life is so boring right now. In fact, no, my life's more boring than that. I didn't even have a, a like a Zoloft story to tell. So just right now, actually, right right before this, my mom tells me she goes, "Oh my god, good news! I talked to your brother and his family, and because my mom had originally had an idea that we would have like a socially distanced Christmas because my mom hosts Christmas Eve." We have a socially distant Christmas Eve, and they would the, my brother and his family would come earlier than usual. We would sit outside, and um, then they would go home early, right? Yeah. She goes, I talked to your brother and his wife, and they said something that warmed my heart. They said, the girls, my nieces, look forward to Christmas Eve at your house every year. They say it wouldn't be Christmas without Christmas Eve at Grandma's. And they've had to give up so much this year, like school's different, birthdays, everything. We just want them to have one normal thing. So we're going to quarantine for two weeks before Christmas Eve. And then we're going to spend it. We, that way we can be inside the house. And she goes, so we're going to quarantine, Joey. So that means after December 10th, you can't go anywhere. <laughs> I don't know what I'm going to do because my family will not be understanding if I'm like, uh, yeah, we're, we're out. We're not, mm-hmm. we're not doing the holiday stuff. So I don't, I don't know what's going to happen there. Cause I know, but, they're, uh, you know, me, I don't like to disappoint anyone, especially my family. Mm-hmm. So I don't know what's going to happen, but what are you going to do? I don't know. I'm just, I, I'll make a decision the day before or something. I don't know. I mean, I don't know. All right. Let's get into this cooking segment. Okay. Oh, by the way, I should have told this story. I'm going to tell it right now during the cooking segment. I have another story to tell later. And it works in the cooking segment. (laughs) I don't know if I've ever talked about this in the show. On this show, at least. My parents hate HelloFresh. Now, don't get me wrong. They like the food. Okay. They love the food. Okay. And the food is delicious. But, you know, they're very freaked out about COVID. And so anything that comes in the house, they have to scrub it. Anything that comes from the supermarket gets scrubbed with a Lysol wipe or sprayed. If, it, if, it can, if it's like a plastic shell, it gets sprayed with Lysol. Every, it get everything, every little thing gets wiped down. Well, HelloFresh is a you get two bags for two meals and in it are like a million tiny little things right <laughs> yeah. so whenever it comes they hate it they hate it they could not stand it to the point where they please 
We like the food. We like the convenience. This is stressing us out. Please cancel it. Right? Okay. So I canceled it. Okay. The following week, I fuck you not, Adam. My ad agency calls. <laughs> and says, do you want a HelloFresh ad? HelloFresh wants to sponsor the show. And they want to send you free HelloFresh. <laughs> so that you can talk about it. So now there's more HelloFresh coming. Oh, well, you, but, but, but you can just tell them, this well, is, look, this is how I make my living. Yes, so I did. And, and here's, here's the flip side, too. I also this also happened to be right around the time that I bought them a UV light box. Okay. So now they can just dump a lot of the small things into the light box and and, and sanitize it that way. So, oh, okay. So it works out fine. But uh, I, th- I thought that was so funny. All right. So this week, Adam, we had to make um, uh, a steak tips with. Cheesy potatoes and a mescaline salad, I believe, is what it was, correct? Yeah, that's correct. And now I've made that before, so I didn't make it again. But um, my question to you, but I can report, since I've made it before, I know all about it. Um, but you are the one that made it for, it's skillet steak tips with cheesy roasted potatoes and mescaline salad. Did I put the recipe in the Discord? I think I did. No. I did. No, I, I did. No, I did because Dean oh. Barney said he didn't have a couple of the ingredients, so he couldn't make it. Oh, yeah. I didn't see it, but yeah. you texted it to me. Yeah, yeah, it's in the Discord. So anyway, so I want because you did post a picture of it in the Discord yeah. with the with the pro, <laughs> with the with the caption. I may. Ha- what did you say again? I took some artistic liberties. Yeah, it seems like you took some quite a few artistic liberties. It was almost a different meal. But go ahead and tell us. Well, okay, first of all, steak tips are just steak steak. that has been cut up into little pieces, basically. I mean, they're just like the the trimmings, I think. I'm I'm not a butcher, but that's what I think. I think I told you in the last episode what they were. They're flank steak. So, you know, and I had some really nice ribeye steak in the freezer. Sure. Sure. And I'm like, you know what? This will be better. Okay. Also, the I do want to. It's not a complaint. It's not a complaint at all. But mm-hmm. these aren't. This one in particular was not really a recipe because it was like put salt and pepper, mm-hmm. cook, and it's like, well, yeah, I would have put salt and pepper on anything. I mean, that's basically. There's nothing. What I'm saying is there was really nothing special. Yeah, and, and about this. Yeah. Well, hold on for a second. I will say with the steak tips, the, I think the reason they chose steak tips is because they're cheap and cook really quickly and have a lot of flavor. But if okay. you have ribeyes lying around, well, go ahead, yeah. King Midas, and make the ribeyes. So I had ribeyes in the freezer, and I did my whole sous vide thing. Yeah. But then what I did, I mean, I followed the after I took them out of the sous vide, I patted them dry. Mm-hmm. You know, they already had salt and pepper, so I didn't have to do that. And then I. Uh, used olive oil just like they called for mm-hmm. and then I quickly seared them just like sure. they called for on the steak tips. Mm-hmm. The only thing is I cut them into nice little slices sure. instead of like having no, chunks. Okay, that's the, I wouldn't call that a much of a... I, I'm, I'm, I'm going to give you that one. It's okay. steak. Sure. I mean, it's steak. Sure. Now, the potatoes. Yeah. That, this is where the what? sides are where we're starting to... It, it starts to uh, veer a little different here. Yeah. Let's talk about the potatoes. Sure. 
the the instructions for the potatoes were cut them into little coins, yes. little little round, you know, yeah. whatever you want to call them. Okay. Toss them on olive oil, right? Yeah. Salt, pepper. Again, yeah. again, nothing special. Olive nothing oil, special. salt, pepper. Roast them. Yeah. Then crumble feta over the top of them, yes. and then put them back in to melt the feta, and that yeah. was it. Yeah, that's it. I so, did. So, and before so, you say anything, couldn't have been easier. Couldn't have been easier. Couldn't have been easier. Right. Uh, so I thought, you know, the crispy—they're trying to get them crispy by roasting them in the in the oven. I'm or sure I they think. get them crispy, but okay. Well, I like a crispy potato. I, okay. I and when you roast sure. them, normally they get kind of crispy. So what? I, so my. It's potatoes. Yes. So what I did is now the way that I make my potatoes is I, I microwave them for four minutes. Okay. I smash them. Okay. And then I, I mix olive oil and salt and pepper. And then I cook them in the air fryer for 15 minutes. And it gets them really crispy on the edges. All those little craggy bits uh-huh. of when you've smashed it get really crispy. Mm-hmm. So what I did is I did that. But then I put them after I finished in the air fryer, I put them on a baking sheet and put the feta on top of them. Yeah. And then finished and melted the feta in the oven. Okay. The the thing that I will say is the feta didn't really melt that well. So, uh, and I thought the purpose of putting the cheese on and putting it back in was Mm -hmm. to melt the cheese. Yeah. But my feta didn't melt very well i mean it yeah. melted a little but not much okay uh, but it was the same ingredients sure. potatoes mm-hmm. olive oil salt yeah. pepper feta like yeah. all the ingredients were the same okay i just prepared them a little differently all right well i'll, I'll comment on this afterward and then the, tell them about the salad um the salad uh so mescaline is just a mixture of different I believe like a like a spring mix or something like that. Sure, like it's okay. got it's got some different things in it. Okay. I already had some some lettuce that I needed some uh hydroponic butter butter leaf or butter whatever the the soft kind of lettuce. Okay. Um in the fridge that I really wanted to use. Huh. So I did buy balsamic or I had balsamic vinegar. I did not have Dijon mustard, so I bought Dijon mustard. Okay. I I made the dressing which was just balsamic vinegar dijon mustard and then i the radishes we're not a a huge radish house and you can only buy radishes in bunches and if i knew if i bought these radishes like what was i going to do with the other 15 radishes that are left i mean you buy them in bunches like they don't i can't just buy one radish here you can get them in bunches of like three or four no i mean it's like a big bunch oh my goodness okay so, uh, so I'm like, eh, I don't want to like, th- literally this picture had like three slivers of radish on sure. the salad. Okay. I'm like, oh, come on. I'm not buying a bunch of radishes for like three slivers of radish. So I just cut up the, the lettuce and that's it. And put the dressing on it because I figured the main point of that was to give yeah. you some bitterness and some sweetness from the balsamic vinegar to, to mm-hmm. really complement the the richness of the cheese and potatoes and the steak. Mm-hmm. So I, I thought the main point of the salad was to give you some acidity, basically. Sure. So I didn't figure I was going to miss much on the radish. So, yes, I did change up the recipe, mainly the preparation methods, not the ingredients, other than the salad. Okay. Well, hold on for a second. Because 
the steak, I'll give you. I'll give you the steak, right? Yeah. And all right, on, on the lettuce, I don't agree with you, but okay, sure. You didn't want to have, uh, because I think, I don't think butter lettuce, I think going with the bitter thing, I think you're right, but I feel like the bitterness of the greens would contrast with the feta. But oh, that, that, look. No, know, you're right? you're right. Okay. Also, oh, Mark but- doesn't really like salads, so okay. I was right. just like, eh. All right. You know. I will give you that. What I don't understand are the potatoes. Because, hey, they I look love nothing- the crispy potatoes. I know, but it feels like you did triple the work that this let – me, let me tell everybody what you do on this, right? You take Yukon Gold potatoes. You literally slice them thick. So it's not even like you're doing a lot of slicing. You slice them into thick rounds. You don't have to, you don't have to peel them. You don't have to like do any sort of planking with them. And do, nope, you just slice the round potato into thick rounds. Okay. You throw it on the pan. Not even in the bowl. On the pan, you do a glug of olive oil, salt and pepper. You can use your hands or a spatula and toss them all together. Throw it in the oven. That's literally the entire. That's the entire process. You microwave them, smash For four them. Minutes. Yeah, smash yeah. them. Yeah, that's put easy. Put them in the air fryer. Uh huh. And then put them in the oven again. Yeah. Okay. So here's my question. Based, even though you did all these changes, how was the meal? It was good. It was really good. Mark liked it. Oh, I made one other change that wasn't in the picture. Oh, what is that? After I took the photo. Yeah, I bet. Um, I, I recently bought some balsamic glaze. Mm-hmm. And so I just put a little bit of balsamic glaze over the steak. Okay. So you, you made a different meal. We enjoyed it. Yeah. It was good. I bet it, it was. was. It was really good. So now what I'm asking you, Adam, <laughs> is... What 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 recipe have you chosen for us today? Oh God, I was supposed to choose. You were going to talk about you were going to talk about uh, your experience with it. I'll tell you right now. I made it the way the recipe said. It looked exactly the way the picture did. Mine. I didn't take a picture, but Betty might have taken a picture. If I if, she, if I did, I'll get it from her and I'll post it in the Discord. Because anytime I make anytime I make one of these meals, she takes a picture of it. So I, I'm I'm pretty sure she took a picture of it. Um, and, uh, and it looked exactly like the picture in the card. I was actually really kind of pleased with myself by how much it looked like the picture on the card and it tasted fantastic. But, but, but you know, it, let me tell you this. The taste wasn't anything no one has had before. Okay. I'll be honest with you. It, it was, you guys have all had this flavor profile before, but what I'm telling you is it was so fast and so easy. That's why I'm so boggled. My mind is boggled that Adam made it even harder on himself because the, the whole attraction to it is that um, it is how easy it is. That's the, that's the attractive part is how easy it is. I think I think I was done with the active ingredient part of it. I think that was done in like 15 minutes. Yeah, there was stuff in the oven and stuff like that, but me actually doing anything, I think, was done super quickly. It was uh, it wasn't long at all, and that's why I was like, "Why would you make it harder on yourself?" Uh, it wasn't hard. I mean, I know it sounds hard, but really, 
the potatoes are really super simple. Mm-hmm. Super I simple. Know, I know it sounds like a lot of steps, Joe, oh. but it's like, it's like, it's, it's easy though. I literally pour them in the bowl, mm-hmm. put the bowl in the microwave, uh, Put it on four minutes, take them mm-hmm. out, put a little olive oil, take my potato smasher, spend mm-hmm. about 30 seconds smashing them up, put salt, pepper, and then throw them into the air fryer. And that's yeah. it. I'm done. And then I, I just preheated the oven while like the steak was cooking and all that. Mm-hmm. And then, and then I just threw them on a pan and mm-hmm. crumbled the cheese on top of them. There was, mm-hmm. I mean, it was, it was really easy. Yeah. But yeah, I, uh, okay. So I have a couple of options for you. Sure. So, uh, since, you know, I'm Southern. Yeah. And I assume these are easy. I have not looked at them. Yeah. Uh-oh. But, but, but I assume they're easy because, uh. Wait, 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 wait. Hold on for a second. I just saw something right now. Uh, hold on. Librarian Claire is not renewing her contract with uh, Bon Appetit. I saw that. When did that happen? It must have just been today or or recently. Why has has Taylor the Latte Boy not called me? Let's pick a recipe, then we'll call Taylor on the air. Uh, Okay, so... Mm -hmm. uh, These don't necessarily look easy. But anyway, we're going with it. So, you you have two choices. You have a pancetta and butternut squash pasta okay uh this is a pioneer woman recipe Mm -hmm. what kind of pasta is it uh bucatini okay but i'm sure you could use anything i'm sure you could use whatever you want uh salt pepper butternut squash onion um i always pick complicated recipes anyway a lot of other stuff there are several ingredients Mm -hmm. um it looks really good though uh, or spicy chicken spaghetti. Now, look, I here's the tricky thing that I have to deal with. I want to pick the butternut, the pancetta butternut squash uh, pasta, but I live with a five year old child who won't eat it. Right? Okay. But he will eat the spicy chicken spaghetti. So why don't I do that one? But you know, I'm a librarian. Uh, Want you to post a pancetta squash recipe in the Discord, please. Oh, never mind. She found it. Never mind. It's it's one of her most popular recipes on Food Network. I know pancetta I know and butternut squash pasta. Maybe I'll try. Maybe I'll try. Is it what color is the pasta? It's just a regular pasta color. No, no, no. But like, is the sauce a different weird color? It's not really a sauce. There, it's like a. It's got. It's mainly olive oil and garlic. He won't and eat it. It's got, it's got kale, it. white wine. Oh, won't eat it. You're right. No, he's out. Out. Uh, it sounds delicious. It sounds delicious. <laughs> sounds amazing. He won't eat it. You know, it. we watch Pioneer Woman as like a lunch show, like sure. during the week. And sure. she's been doing the like the simplest recipes ever. Like literally, she's like, tortellini soup. Buy a bag of frozen tortellini from the grocery store. Yeah. And then I thought, oh, yeah, all of her recipes must be simple. And the two that I picked are probably, like, the most complicated. I don't anyway. mind complicated. Anyway, uh, so we'll do the spicy chicken spaghetti. Yeah. All right, spicy chicken spaghetti. Post it in the Discord. And I can't, it's gonna, this, we're going to have to cut. We're going we're gonna to cut really close to the wire on this one because I'm on a cleanse for two weeks. 
So I can't make it till the Sunday night before we come Sunday night and Monday night before we come back. So but I will do it. I will do it, but it's gonna be uh, kind of close. Here's the uh, in the Discord I'm putting the uh the uh oh I'm librarian and I both did at the same time. Okay, let's we're doing see, the spicy chicken. Let's spaghetti. see if Taylor will answer I'm gonna call them in hangouts. Let's see if Taylor will answer uh the hangouts call. Okay. He's probably okay. not online. He's probably hanging out with um Bobby Lou, you know. Taffy? Uh well, I don't know. She wasn't Oh Baba Lou. Yeah, you know what? I did a mistake here. Hold on, let's try this. Okay. So does he use his real name on on the shows that oh I guess he doesn't do any that are behind the paywall. Mm-hmm. So I um, guess not. Let me try both of his he has two hangout things. As you know. Oh, I should have copied a link for him to share. Let's see. I'm gonna also copy a link to share message it to him. He won't even know why he's coming on. He might be very troubled. Uh but this is big news. You know, about Claire. It I mean, makes me sad. Oh, she no. was my favorite. Wait, I don't, I don't Adam, know. why are you sad? I'll tell you why in a second. Do you, there are a fucking million companies who are going to throw a lot of money at her to just continue what she was doing over there. Well, I hope they do. Yeah. Because yeah. that was the my one favorite. Person, the one person I would not worry about is Claire. For those of you who don't know what we're talking about. Uh, uh, Sola. I don't know if you know who Sola is, but she has now joined forces with binging with Babish. Yeah. And she has a show on his channel. Yeah. I, I saw, I liked it. Yeah. I liked it. Um, so. and that's sort of the, uh, perfect teaming. Cause she, she couldn't carry something by herself, but if she's on a big channel like that, that would be good. He should just pick up all the other girls or all the other people. That's what someone should do. If they were smart is just hire all the ones that quit. Even though it might be hard to get the ones who are, work for the magazine, you know they may have. Sola still of... works for the magazine. Oh, she does. I know. Oh, she does. She said. She said. Oh, she yeah. Was it was only right for the magazine. It was only Priya that quit. Yeah, because basically they have a. It's a separate company. Mm-hmm. Well, it's a separate. I don't know how it works, but they have like a video branch of Condé Nast. Mm-hmm. And they, it's a separate contract completely. Mm-hmm. So, so some of them decided to keep doing the print work, mm-hmm. but not the video. Okay, Taylor says he's going to join us. Uh, while we wait for Taylor, do you have a story, a quick story to tell us? Well, I, it's not a story, but I, I wanted to ask you if you've watched this Love on the Spectrum on Netflix. Oh, yeah. obviously you don't listen to Catching Up. Because it was I my, do. Oh, it was my pop I culture do. recommendation uh, a couple weeks ago. I have a bad memory. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I do listen to Catching Up. In uh, fact, sounds like it. I I listened to like six episodes in a row the other day, mm-hmm. except for the I one was, from two episodes ago where I recommended Love on the Spectrum. So, uh, well, I forget what you said. I, I mm-hmm. swear to God, I listened. Mm-hmm. I, I am so you watched listening. Love on the Spectrum. And you thought I thought we didn't have a a, a Pride 48 event this year. <laughs> oh, that's harsh. <laughs> Apparently I have listened to it because I'm 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 completely caught up. Yeah. On if you want to see, I don't know if you can see that, but it says no episodes found. Uh-huh. Yeah, I bet because you don't subscribe. 
no, I'm subscribed. Anyway, so uh, yeah, so Mark and I have been watching that, and mm-hmm. again, it's not a story, but my niece is autistic, and so uh, and she's only ten, and I don't know whether she's going to be um, where she's able to. Um, I don't know. I forget what they call it, but like Mm -hmm. the ones who are able to interact and have a job and do all that kind of Mm -hmm. stuff. Like there's a word for it and I can't remember what it is, but anyway, um, because right now all she does is literally run around in her own world and talk to herself. And like, like she won't talk to you unless you specifically say, hi, I'm sorry. I got a text message. Were we talking about pride 48 or your niece? (laughs) My niece. Okay. Uh, so anyway, um, but this show, is kind of, I mean, it's interesting, but it's kind of uncomfortable to watch. Oh, I think you're bringing that to the table because I found it so heartwarming and wonderful and normalizing. Hi. No, it is very heartwarming. No, it is very heartwarming, and we, mm-hmm. we're not at the end yet, so maybe there's like a happy ending for all. How of many them episodes are? How many episodes are in? Are you? I don't know, like three. I don't know how many episodes there are, but Five. none of them, none of them have found a partner or anything yet. Uh huh. Uh, that we're looking. I don't know if any of them do, but, mm-hmm. uh, so anyway, high functioning is, is yes, is the mm-hmm. correct, is the two words that I was looking for. Yeah. But, you know, and you'll kind of chuckle at some of the scenarios that happen and then feel bad about it. Cause you're, mm-hmm. cause I'm like, am I, I shouldn't be laughing at autistic people. Yeah. You know, right. right. Hi, Taylor, the latte boy. <laughs> but Adam but says they, I shouldn't be laughing at autistic people and Taylor the Latte Boy shows no, up. They're in these scenarios where they're going on dates, and I know, mm-hmm. I know that they like um you know, the thing that autistic people struggle with is social interaction. Mm-hmm. But when they go on these dates, it's cute how it's almost like they're reading from a script. Mm-hmm. You know, they don't know what to say. So they're mm-hmm. literally like thinking back on the like the lesson they had had with the matchmaker woman before, mm-hmm. you know, she's like, okay, you want to ask them what their hobbies are and yeah. you know what? And so literally it's like, they're going in their mind. You can almost see the wheels turning and them going mm-hmm. down the list of questions that they had prepared beforehand. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like, so what's your favorite animal? Mm-hmm. Great. Uh, what do you like to do on the weekend? Oh, do you have family? Like they're just going down this list of questions and it's, yeah. there's no like fluidity to the conversation. Now I understand that this is, you know, these are mm-hmm. autistic people. And mm-hmm. anyway, so I don't know. I mean, it's, it's interesting and it is heartwarming, but I, I, I feel a little bit uncomfortable during, because I, I don't want to like, I'm a, fr- like if I laugh, like, uh, you know, is that, I shouldn't laugh, I guess. No, I because, they, they, like, they make it where you can laugh and you can feel okay about it. But you know, Adam, that's that's all well and good. But um, we have with us uh, a, a double superstar in our midst. Oh, he's a superstar over at Pride Forty Eight. He's a superstar at Afterthought Media. You know, like whenever Afterthought Media has an event, he shows up. If Pride Forty Eight, like the other big streaming event, right? He was there, correct? No. <laughs> Oh, that's weird. I'm sure he was there in spirit. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I was dealing with my own crisis at the time. Yeah. I didn't have time yeah. for any other crisis. He was there in spirit. All right. When he was going, we down Splash Mountain. <laughs> <laughs> Taylor the Latte Boy, everyone. By the way, Afterthought Media and Pride 48 Celebrity 
Taylor, that's a boy. Taylor, uh, not to ambush you, but the reason we brought you on, don't worry, you're not in trouble. Okay. I didn't think I was. I've done nothing wrong. But, uh, oh, have you though? Have you though? <laughs> um, anyway, uh, I just heard the news right now in the chat room while we're recording, um, uh, we're wrapping up throwing shade here. That would no, no, throwing down. Yeah, I'm throwing on throwing shade, shade with Brian Sofi and that, Aaron. That's a, uh, is yeah. that a competitor? Yeah. No, with throwing down is uh, with Adam Burns. Is I just saw right now someone put this in the chat room that uh, Claire from Bon Appetit, and they said you like the post. She has said she will not be renewing her contract. With uh, yeah, I didn't know somebody this. posted on what I liked on Instagram. That's what we do here. We all we do. You're such a celebrity, Taylor. <laughs> If people just tell me about what you like on social media and all that. Yeah. Well, it's been a while since we've seen Claire post anything. So I was mm-hmm. excited to see, I was excited to see Claire post a little something and mm-hmm. I'm excited for a cookbook. I will definitely get her cookbook. And, yeah. and, uh, I know that lollipop, uh, my niece for lack of a better word is a huge Claire fan back when she used to do videos on Bon Appetit. So that is an easy Christmas present for her this year. Mm-hmm. Uh, also, um, but you know, Adam Burns right now, and I found this very cute and endearing, was really worried about whether Claire would find another job. No, I, I wasn't. I was not worried. I said, like, I'm worried about Claire. And I go, no, um, I said, I will miss seeing her that she was my favorite one on there. And now they're all gone. And you said, well, trust me, she, everyone's going to throw money at her to do videos on other you yeah, know, on other channels or yeah. whatever. So yeah, there might, just be, there might be the Claire them, one. Yeah, yeah. Of all of them, Claire is going to have the easiest, easiest. I think time I think Claire job. leaving just destroys the channel. I mean, I don't but, know. But here's the thing about Claire, though. <laughs> mm-hmm. I always kind of got the impression that she was not all that interested in doing video, and that they sort of roped her back in because she was so popular. So my my wonder is or I wonder if she will just not care to continue doing that and want to do her cookbook and you know other things like that and and I will I would just miss seeing her in video form if that's the case. I mean I'm not clear. I'm, I'm not clear. I would speculate she was the first one to be like no 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 shit's fucked up. I'm getting 5 million views and you're paying me $300. Yeah. And and then that's when she was like no we're going to change this right now right here. <laughs> what's going to happen is you know the cookbook's coming out in a couple of weeks she'll do a press junket for it and people will ask her uncomfortable questions she will have a blanket answer but she'll want everybody to see you know her plum tarts and and talk about that and she'll have the big group of people that are all excited to buy her book at first and then she'll have a happy life making cookbooks that will do okay doing the occasional like well, not Epicurious, because I think that's Bon Appetit, too. But, you know, d- doing something like that. Or sh- she is somebody that would get involved, I could see, very much with, like, Martha Stewart's, like, anything that Martha Stewart's involved in. Because that's kind of that upper, um, it isn't just basic baking that she seems to do. She seems to be, there seems to be a little bit more technique and a little bit more difficulty with it. So yeah. I can see her getting involved in something like that. Well, I guess I bet I might as well announce it here. Only the second tier on Patreon, yeah, everyone. If you, if you, you join can, uh, at the uh, This Joe Batance tier and above, the Great British Baking Show recap with Joe Batance, Lloyd Roggenkamp, and Claire Saffitz. 
What would you do, Taylor, if, if I got Claire to recap the Great British Baking Show? You'd have a fourth co-host. <laughs> Lori doesn't count as two people, Taylor. <laughs> I was trying to find a way to make a Lori joke when when Adam was talking about love on the spectrum, but I was I wasn't sure. If I yeah, I, I, not. well, look, I've made those jokes many. She gets mad when I say it. I don't know why. <laughs> Uh, anyway, that Taylor, that's what we want. Everyone misses you. They want to know how you're doing. Not enough to go listen to your other show, but uh, they want to know how you're doing to make sure you're okay. <laughs> it's like, well, if only I had a podcast that I released once a week where I talked about that. No, things are going well. Someone are, in the chat are... room said right now, are you feeling like a mama? Like so rude of rude. I did hear that part of the show. I listened to half the show today. And Rodan said you were kind of old acting. Yeah, he did. Oh. Yeah. There was the, there there was there, there there was the show and there was the after show. Well, oh. then, there was, then there was the after after show. Several text messages and oh that sort goodness. of thing. And we're all good. We're all. But good. isn't Rodan going through that midlife crisis ish sort of phase at the he's, moment? He's going through so, something. Uh, mm-hmm. So uh, you know, I, I, I think I don't it's know every grinder boy in uh, in his part of Texas that's going through. Yeah. I don't know what he drives, but I could I could see him getting like a Mustang or like a I don't know. That's probably not what people could buy nowadays. Mm-hmm. It's probably like a Tesla or something. You're not but, far off. Oh, is he, but, is, he, you know. is he buying a sporty car, Taylor? No, uh, Gambit had bought a car, a convertible. Uh, Corvette, not a Corvette, a Camaro convertible. Oh, I remember that story. Yeah. Yes. Uh And Rodan has been driving around in it and, you know, which I just kind of, we had a conversation about that in Disney uh, when he was there asking whether or not he should get rid of it. And I might've referred to him as a cliche at one point in the car, which did not go well. And he's, but he feels as though that he, he may want to keep it. He may not. I don't know. Wouldn't it be fun if it was like Christine, like my ex-husband, the car. You know, and like Gambit. <laughs> well, at least it wasn't his ex-husband. Well, he's not telling me they're dead. He's dead. Yeah. Okay. My my. What would you call your dead husband? My deceased husband. Oh. My deceased uh, husband in the car, and then it's like, I have so many. Okay. Whatever, where, wherever you're going with this, please don't involve <laughs> see, me. See, I yet. feel like. See, I feel like. Um, <laughs> not to make this about me, but I will. Mm-hmm. I feel like um, I have a uh, get out of jail free card when it comes to sports cars and midlife crises or midlife crises. Mm-hmm. Would that be the word? Anyway, it doesn't matter because I've driven a sports car my entire driving life. Okay. So okay. I've I've never driven anything other than a sports car. Was well, it because you had your midlife anything. crisis at 19, Adam? You got a toupee and a sports car. Does I mean, mean that. <laughs> I was going to say, Adam, with all of your insecurities, the fact that you drive a sports car is so far down on the list. Oh, true. (laughs) Do you enjoy driving a sports car? I like that when I drive through the drive-thru at McDonald's, for instance, Mm -hmm. the little Mm -hmm. 17-year-old boy says, hot car. You know, Mm -hmm. I I enjoy that. I like sexy things. So, I mean, the the driving. Clearly, you're talking to the two of us. Uh, Exactly. He says, hot car. Um, Where's the person you bought all this food for? Because it's clearly not just for (laughs) one person. No one bought two Travis Scott meals. Oh, sorry. I should say the 18 year old. Well, actually, 17. 17 is probably. Okay, okay. you can say 17 year old. You're not reaching in through the drive thru. No, no. I'm not. Tug and run. No, no. You can find a 17 year old attractive, provided you do not act on it. I I do not. 
act on it, that is. Okay. Uh, anyway, so yeah, that's enjoyable, you know, having compliments on the car from random people. But I've always, I like sexy okay, cars. That, that, but that, so. that's not what I'm saying. You, but you like the way you feel, not the way other people see you, but the way yeah. you feel driving well, car, Then that's all that matters. I like looking at sexy cars. So owning one is, I mean, I like the way they look. So I like to own one. Okay. So, all right. So, so finish this sentence. Owning a sexy car makes me feel. Uh, like I own a sexy car. Okay. Owning a sexy car gives me the emotion. Oh, it makes me happy. I like and it. I, it makes me happy because. I like sexy cars. <laughs> okay. Okay. No, no, no. I'm I'm not doing it because uh, because of any need for people to, you know, compliment me. I'm just saying that's a, a nice perk. No, I've always my favorite cars have always been sporty looking cars. So that's what I've always bought. So okay, no holds bar. Money is not an object. You you get up tomorrow. And Mark turns to you and says, we're going to the car dealership. Get whatever you want. Any year, any make, any model. It's it's a magic car shop. Where would you, what would you pick? A sports car, but I don't know what, because I really like, I enjoy the one I'm driving now. I have a 370Z right okay. now. And it's not expensive, but I like the way they look. Okay, it, okay. So, it's not about whether or not it's expensive. It's well, about I'm just whether saying, or not said, fulfilling that dream. You said money is no object. I'm like, well, I've already kind of got the car that I like. So, okay. yeah. Okay. So it's yeah. comfortable. There's yeah. something comforting to comfortable to like you it. about that car. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. What if Mark so, said, "Add them." It's it's not utilitarian. I'd probably go out and buy an SUV because. We don't have any uh, because we need more space to carry haul around trees and stuff, you know, for the new house. But I'd keep the sports car what to drive. Said, okay. What if day, you said day to day. add them? If you get rid of the sports car, I would let you uh, fuck me without the hole, a sheet in the hole in it. Oh um, God! It always has to come back, <laughs> Joe. Send some more dick pics to Aiden or whatever. I owe him one. He sent me a great you, one. You yesterday. sent a dick pic to Aiden? Girl, you are so behind <laughs> I am, on your I shows. I am months behind. I am like two months behind. on. on I showed Adam on the show the dick pic. Yeah. I mean, it was in the underwear. It was in the yeah. underwear. He has since seen it without the underwear. I did not see that one. But mm-hmm. the one I saw was in the underwear. Okay. So, so you're doing the thing that you talked about with Lawson of where you're starting... Yeah, like yes. the sweatpants yes. and then the underwear yes. and then you're eventually working your way up yeah. to yeah because okay. Lawson started with like he's like is this my dick coming and I'm like what? you don't right. start he started with, with that cum shot. Yeah, yeah. See, I'm not that far behind that I know that from catching up from a couple months okay, ago okay guys I can't believe I'm showing you this Aiden asked for this you're not going to see any penis but you're going to see a lot more of Joe Batanz than you're used to oh my god I can't I feel like right. I have to prepare myself for for how I need to react. Well, I I, I made this so I could send it to Lori. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. Oh. Oh wait, I'm I'm Hold only on. seeing Taylor. Wait a minute. Yeah. Oh. oh. Wow. You're you're feeling yourself in that yeah, way. Yeah. yeah. I mean, okay. literally and figuratively. Yeah. The weird the weird cockadoodle rooster thing is interesting. I can't in the hair. Yeah, but... I know. Yeah. I can't do anything about that. Yeah. 
Okay. Yeah. All right. And you sent I mean, that, that to was like a that was mm-hmm. like a porn a, a, a like a magazine pose. Th- there there was something there. very editorial about that. Thank you. I, That's I, why I, it, I and it came about you'll hear Taylor came up my therapy session and everything, yeah. Did you mm-hmm. show your therapist the picture? He took it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, why don't we call it a day there? Speaking of, I have to call him. Uh, Adam, we'll talk to you next week. Oh, wait, Adam, I, I yeah. ask this every week. Finally, have you come up with a catchphrase? I love black people. Uh, it's the same one it Thank you for listening to Throwing Down with Adam and Joe. Follow Adam Burns on Twitter at TV. You can also email Adam Burns at adamburns.uk at gmail.com or visit his website at geekygay.com. You can follow Joe Batanz on Instagram and Twitter at Joe Batanz. That's J-O-E-B-E-T-A-N-C-E. Throwing Down is an Afterthought Media podcast.